Welcome to the Bombshell Business Podcast, where driven fempreneurs learn how to become more bold, brave, and unwaveringly confident. Turn your dreams into actionable, marketable, and profitable plans and make your business irresistible. Welcome back to the Bombshell Business Podcast. I'm your host, Amber Hurdle, and I'm always delighted that you are here with me. We are excited to um, have so many of you back. I've looked at the download statistics and I am in complete awe. (laughs) Um, Thank you for coming back. Thank you for hanging in there with me. Thank you for sticking with me, um, even though I took some time off. Um, before we rebrand to the Velvet Machete Leadership Podcast, I want to make sure that I break down the concept of a bombshell businesswoman and share really the step-by-step process of fully embracing your inner bombshell so that we we kind of can put like a cherry on top here before we we move into that more leadership and business focus podcast. Not that we're not going to be talking about marketing or customer service or things like that. That's all part of a business person's reality. It's just we're not going to be using terms like fempreneur and things like that because um, the boys are going to come play with us too. So still same Amber, still still on my bombshells. I might let it slip every once in a while, not going to lie. But um, essentially, we are going to kind of put this concept aside and then move on. So thank you for being on that journey with me. So as many of you know, I literally wrote the book on the matter, The Bombshell Businesswoman, How to Become a Bold, Brave Female Entrepreneur. So um, if you don't have that, it's available on Amazon. We'll, we'll link to that in the show notes, Books a Million, Barnes and Noble, Target, Walmart, wherever you shop for your books, it's there. And it's also on Audible. And yes, I did read it myself. So you'll be hearing the, the person you hear in your AirPods or your earbuds or however you listen to the podcast. So the concepts are transferable to women and larger organizations. So I don't want you to think if you're a newer listener, well, I'm not a female entrepreneur, so it's not going to apply for me. It, it does. In fact, this book has been used in corporations um, as like a, a book study, like in large corporations. It's been used in various women's book studies, not just in corporations and in professional women's groups all across the country. I mean, you name it, whether it's Chamber of Commerce Women's Group or you know professional local professional women's groups or Fortune 100s has been everywhere. So there's still stuff in there for you to learn. And, and we're really going to cover it all high level today. But if you want to go deeper, um, if you like what you hear in this episode, then get the book. And then the bonuses are still available as well at thebombshellbusinesswoman.com. It's thebombshellbusinesswoman.com. And, and that's like a free workbook that goes along with it. Um, daily affirmations, a devotional, a book co- club guide with different ways to conduct your book club experience, like a one-time versus multiple sessions or in-person versus virtual. And we even created a quick and easy book club menu and a bombshell signature cocktail and a bombshell signature mocktail. So even if you're doing this on Zoom, everybody can get their munchies together and have a festive little um, bombshell colored drink that's actually delicious. I made it in my kitchen and we'll link to all of that. All, all of us, everything will be linked to in the show notes as per usual. So don't be feverishly Googling while we're, we're talking about this. So let's hit the high points. And and bombshell boys, if you're a male and you're listening to this, this is for you too. Okay. We just dressed up in lipstick and high heels to make it more approachable for this particular distinct audience. But this all applies to you no matter how you identify. 
So let's begin with just the foundational concepts that a bombshell has across the board. The first one is you were made in God's image. The end. There's nothing wrong with you. There's nothing fundamentally flawed with you. When you wake up in the morning and you chew yourself out or you you get upset with yourself or you're insecure. And P.S. I have all these moments, too, (laughs) just because I'm the one on this end of the mic doesn't mean I don't have these moments or these days. We just have to remember that we're made in God's image. So whether you have a particular uh, wisdom tradition or faith, uh, you can say that the the universe did not screw up. That's another way of saying it. Okay. So um, if you do have uh, a faith similar to mine, and I'm a very liberal Christian, and I say very liberal because I just have a a broader belief system, I guess you, you can say. But I do believe in God, and I do believe that it says right there in the Bible that we're made in His image. So if if we are able to worship God, and if we are able to see God's greatness, then and we're made in His image, or her image, I think that's a pretty cool thing. So first, chickety-check that. Second is we really need to follow our breadcrumbs. I think that we get lost in the now and all of the different labels that our family or society or work has put on us. And what we really need to do is, is look back on our history and start to look through the commonalities that we have, the themes, if you will. Who were you as a kid? Who were you in junior high? Who were you in high school? What were you known for? The, the question I like to ask, and I've probably said this a million times on various podcast episodes or YouTube videos, who, <laughs> who were you in junior high What did you really care about? And more importantly, what did you change about yourself in order to fit in? What was so friggin' weird (laughs) that you were like, oh, I'm not going to be a cool kid or liked by the cool kids if I blank? Whatever that is, I would invite you to go back to that and reclaim that because that is true to who you are. And that is something that was the first thing that you immediately adapted in order to be more acceptable to the world. And, and if you believe what I believe, the, the closer to your own knitting you can stay, the more powerful you are. And when you start to hide who you are, when you start to morph who you are, you lose your power. The end. So first of all, we need to know that we're made in God's image. Second of all, you need to get in the Wayback Machine and and really think about what did I like as a kid? What did I like as a teenager? How did I show up? before I became a mom and all these other things that have had had to made me shift. And those aren't bad things. Sometimes good things, just we get lost in it and we forget who we are. So I I want you to always get grounded in who you are. And then um, the, the next thing is we just really need to simplify business. And I don't mean dumb it down for women because women do not need it dumbed down. I mean, make it simple because business is fast and things are ever changing and you don't need a Harvard MBA in order to talk business. So in the book, I I do give some very specific concepts, but here's just an example of one. Here's, Here's my definition of business. You have a problem. I solve your problem. You give me money. The end. That is business. Okay. It is not some crazy long in the dictionary definition, that's that's all businesses. We solve problems in exchange for money or some kind of value, right? And and so there's I break things down like that to just get you in the mindset of you are completely capable of doing everything that you have on your plate, including business. You've got this. It's really not that hard. If you can run your family, you can run a business. Amen. 
Can I get an amen? Are you amening in your car on the, on, on the treadmill? Are you amening in your kitchen right now on your walk? I better be hearing an amen. All right. Now, in my world, there are always three areas of focus. And we'll break this down a little bit more in, in Velvet Machete because I have a very specific system around this. But in business, we always need to, re- we always need to focus on three areas. First, the internal employee experience. And if if you are the employee, if you're a solopreneur, it needs to be your experience. Are you doing what you love to do? Are you working with people you love to work with? If not, you're doing it wrong. (laughs) Okay. We need to take a big step back and reevaluate how we're putting ourselves out there and what kind of environment we're creating for ourselves and so forth and so on. If you do lead a team, then that team better be happy because guess who is impacting your customers? that team. So we want to make sure that we not only recruit to the culture, but we inspire that team, that we invest in that team, we engage that team so we can get that discretionary effort. They're happy coming to work every single day, sharing their gifts in support of whatever your operational goals are. And then we can worry about the next bit. So internal employee experience, then external customer experience. If your customers ain't happy, ain't nobody happy, including your bank account. Things can go so wrong, slippery slope bad, especially on the interwebs when customers are not happy. It is critical that you have some kind of customer experience, notation, process, tracking, whatever that looks like. And we we talk about that in, in the book as well. So we have the internal employee experience, the external customer experience, and then the financial experience. Because guess what? We are not nonprofits. We are businesses. We exchange. What do we do? Solve problems in exchange for money. Money, green stuff. So we have to have a financial plan. Um, That means that you have to have a model that works for you. You have to be able to pursue that model. You have to track your expenses. You have to track your your revenue. And where is the revenue coming from? And how can you amplify that revenue? And what can you do in order to make sure that you have that financial security, because once you have that, then you can pay your employees and your employees are happy. And then your customers are happy and around and around and around it goes. So three areas of focus is internal, external, and financial. Always. You should have a strategy or some kind of emphasis, regular check-ins on the health of those three areas. Okay. So let's start breaking it down. Internal. First, you have to create and live by your culture. You make decisions by your culture. You coach to your culture you discipline to your culture, you reward to your culture. Everything should be about what the mission, why your business exists, about the vision, where do you see your business going in the far off future? And then the values, what are the measuring sticks for your decision-making? What are your values? I'll give you an example, a value of mine that is probably a little non-traditional for a business is family. I started my business to have the flexibility to prioritize my family. Now that doesn't mean I don't work my batootie off because I do, but I have flexibility and that was the biggest priority that that time freedom. And so I might work till midnight sometimes, but if I can be at my son's soccer game, because I don't have to worry about missing a meeting that's been on my calendar and his soccer game got rescheduled or whatever, then that's my business, right? And so I have the value of family. Now, what does that look like for my team members? My team members are all moms. And so if there is a value of family, we are not going to overbook ourselves in 
June and July because we want to spend more time with our family. That doesn't mean we don't work. That just means we're not going to do heavy lifting during those summer months. And so we make decisions based on that. When COVID hits and uh, one of my team members is like, well, I got the kids at home today. It's like, okay, well, (laughs) other than this one meeting that, you know, she needs to be at, then get it in as you can. I'm not going to hold you to your operating hours because that's a little crazy. I mean, why put that amount of stress on an already working mom who's trying to make sure that her kids are also getting their schoolwork done and didn't really ask for a global pandemic to shut schools down or for her kids to be exposed to that one kid who came with a fever. That's not her fault. So because we can point to and say, our value, our, one of our values is family, we're just going to roll with it. It's a no stress thing. She knows she doesn't have to stress about things like that. And so because we're clear on our culture and that's how clear you need to be. And then you also in the internal world, you need to learn how to hire, inspire a team. So that might look like um, how you recruit, your hiring process, what your onboarding and training looks like, what your progressive discipline looks like, what your um, your termination policies are, recognition. Um, that could be your uh, diversity, equity, and inclusion strategies. Super important to to make sure that you have that going. And if you're a small team, you know, there's, this sounds like a lot, but have some kind of an understanding of what that employee life cycle is going to be from the time you invite them to apply to the time that you promote them or they move on. Really, really important that you understand how you're going to ensure that your team members are happy so that they are happily serving your customers, even if they do it from behind the scenes, because when balls get dropped behind the scenes, guess what happens in in front of the scenes? Customers are still not happy. So we've talked a little bit about the internal. Let's talk about the external. So branding, create and protect your business brand, okay? So first you have to create it. What do people think about you? What are people thinking about Amber Hurdle Consulting, right? That's my brand. And you have to protect that brand. It, it's, it doesn't come easy. So that means you can't send out shoddy looking stuff. You can't be off color in your communication. You have to stay on brand. I do not, on a bad day, go off on some kind of rant on my uh, business social media about what might be going on in the world because I'm having a bad day because that's off-brand for me. That, and and, and that's, tr- that's not who I am, right? So Amber Hurdle brand is Amber Hurdle, but it's also the professional Amber Hurdle. It's not the tired, I didn't get enough sleep last night, and I'm cranky about what's going on in the world Amber Hurdle. Now, I might have some pretty overt things to say when it's just that far off, like racism or things like that. You might hear me speak up. But um, by and large, I don't consider my platform a place for me to be negative because why you come to me is to breathe life and positivity into you. That's my brand. And, and I want people to be happy and confident. And I want people to understand that they can do whatever they put their mind to. And if I'm ranting, like some business owners do, that's off brand for me. And, and so it doesn't matter that um, I had a bad day and well, my name is on the company. It matters that what I've promised to you through my brand promise is certainly not that. So stay on brand and protect your brand, even if you're protecting it from yourself. You still be authentically you, but stay on brand. Okay. Let's also talk about your personal brand. So if you're like me (laughs) and it's Amber Hurdle Consulting and your personal brand is Amber Hurdle, so therefore you basically have a personal brand as your business brand, then this is pretty much one and the same. 
But some of you, um, I'm thinking of a client right now who is a female, um, a, a listener who started, she took my um, Velvet Machete Leadership Academy. Uh, she's in the Velvet Machete Leadership Society monthly uh, membership that we have. And, and we'll talk about, we'll talk about that. Know that it exists. We're not ready to onboard anybody else right now, but we will talk about that in the future. Very affordable way to get your leadership uh, yaya's out and and really have an amazing group of people to uh, kibitz with. Um, she has her business brand. Doesn't have her name in it. It's a stone and tile company. And she needs to worry about as the CEO, as the owner, what her personal brand is, because as she's out in the community, it matters how she shows up because it's not just about does her company do a great job? If the company does a great job, but then people don't really get her, they might go to her competition. And so it's incumbent upon her as a business owner to really represent her business brand well by exemplifying who is leading it. Okay. So who is showing up? Who is the face of this company? Because remember, people do business with people they know, like, and trust. People do business with people they know, like, and trust. They don't do business with logos. And so whether you're a salesperson or an executive, whether you are, um, you know, middle management and you're working your way up, you need to focus on your personal brand. But especially if you're a bombshell businesswoman in terms of a female entrepreneur and you're the business owner, you're also the face you, you represent. Okay. So just keep that in mind. We, we unpack all of that in the book and in the workbook. So now that we have your business brand and we have your personal brand, we need to be able to promote the brand. We need to understand who your ideal customer is, whether that is um, generational, understanding the type of platforms they're going to be on. Because if you're if you are <laughs> trying to get to boomers and you're on Snapchat, ain't gonna work. Sorry, not gonna work. If you have a highly professional target audience and you are on Instagram all the time, well, you might want to think about being on LinkedIn a little bit more. So it's really important that you understand the demographics, the countries that you serve. It's important to understand what their what other brands that they like so that you can look to them for inspiration on messaging and, and style and campaigns and things like that. So we, we break that down very, very step by step on how to discover your ideal customer. So I'm just telling I'm, I'm, I'm really I'm not like hard pitching my book. I just, as I'm wrapping up this season, I want you to know that if you've got $14.99 in your pocket, like I literally walk you through this step by step. And so you don't have to join some expensive program. You don't have to hire me as a coach. If you're willing to do the work, it's right there in the book. So I did that on purpose. I, I did that with great intention. I knew not everybody can work with me even in a group setting. And so I was like, $14.99 it is. Here we go. It's a, it's a beautiful book that it's uh, it feels good in your hands and it's rugged so you can throw it in your purse and thrash it around when you're at baseball practice or sitting in the parking lot waiting for your kids to come out of the orthodontist <laughs> it's there okay and and all the workbook and everything is free so this is like a course in a book and a in a downloadable workbook i digress okay so we're talking about a brand we have to know our ideal customer and then you have to understand how to market your business how to get the word out and so I have something that I call the red lipstick marketing plan. And it's just because you can throw on some sunglasses, have no makeup on, throw a little bit of red lipstick on and you look put together. So what I want you to do with your marketing is just apply simple strategies, but consistently 
that create big impact. I don't want you worried about like, oh, I got to get on Clubhouse. Oh, I need a TikTok. No, you don't. No, you don't. You don't need to dance around like a silly person. I'm not saying that that's bad for every brand, but you don't have to do that in order to stay in the game. You could go and do direct mail and it might work for you. And who does direct mail anymore? I do (laughs) because it's still powerful if you do it right. Okay. So you have to understand once you understand your unique customer, your ideal customer, then you can say, okay, how do I need to market to these people? What do they prefer? Not what do I prefer or what's trending? What do they prefer? Do they prefer I pick up the phone and call them? Do they prefer email marketing? Do they prefer being on Facebook? So I'm going to run Facebook ads. Are they on Twitter? Is it direct mail? What, what does this look like? How do we need to reach them? Are, is our website set up in a way that's appealing to this type of audience? Or is it not ideal for the type of person who wants to buy from me? Are they going to move on to someone else just because my website doesn't even ask them to book an appointment or provide a phone number to call? Maybe it, there's too many hoops to jump through. So they're going to go to the competition because at least they've got a button to click to take a next step. So be thinking about those things. And then always, and I've done um, an episode on this, I believe as well. Uh, you could just search that in your podcast app or on, go to the archives of my podcast at amberhurdle.com. You need to be able to network like a lady boss. Okay. So I don't care if you're introverted, extroverted, networking is essential. You cannot do anything on your own. You need the power of the many. And, and it's different nowadays because we're all online all the time. We have Zoom fatigue. I get it but it doesn't take any effort to reach out to somebody in your industry and say, Hey, do you have 30 minutes where we can just grab a cup of coffee on zoom and and compare notes? I really would love to don't say pick your brain. Don't ask somebody for free advice. Look for peer to peer relationships where you can understand them. They can understand you. And there might be some synergy there. It doesn't even have to be, do you want anything? I talk to probably a couple people every week who are in my industry, other speakers, um, other podcasters, uh, you know, just industry people to get to know them. And, and maybe in the future, there's an opportunity to refer business or to just um, help each other out. I've got somebody helping me with my speaking studio on Friday. Uh, Terry Brock is, a, a, I believe, Speaker Hall of Fame. Um, just so willing to, to be there for me. And if anybody else in this group that we're a part of asked me to do anything, I will drop what I'm doing and, and be there for them. I'm, I'm constantly asked about tech advice. Of course, you know, I'm a nerd <laughs> so <laughs> and a geek. <laughs> so I'm constantly giving tech advice, build relationships. Don't worry about what you're going to get out of it. Worry about finding your people. And then when you have your people, you're going to be more inclined to want to help them and they're going to be more inclined to want to help you. So whether that's best practices or referrals or whatever, when you're promoting your brand, it's more than, hey, here's my ideal customer. Can you send me five referrals? Wonk, wonk. That's not it. Okay. It's really about, hey, this is what I'm about. This is what I'm passionate about. This is how I spend the majority of my time. What do you do every day? Oh, that's cool. Okay. We'll we'll take the next step and get to know each other more and then see what happens. This doesn't happen overnight, okay? Especially you younger folks, okay? Don't be sending somebody who's like me, a Gen X, and be like, hey, nice to meet you. Want to collab? No, I don't. I don't even know who you are. I, I mean, not being rude, but I've got an army of people over here who wants to collab with me. Who are you? Create a relationship with me, and then I'd be more prone, okay? 
That was a little harsh. It's the end of the day. I, I might be a little crankier than normal. <laughs> if y'all saw my inbox, you'd be like, Lord, Lord with the D. Okay. Also in the branding vicinity is how to work with vendors, branding vendors, graphic designers, website designers, photographers, videographers, social media, marketing professionals, um, advertising people. That is a special group of people. If you're a creative, I celebrate you. I, the creative in me bows to the creative in you. I happen to be equal parts creative and logical. And I have managed creatives for my entire career. And so for those of you who might be more logical or you don't know how to speak the language or you don't know how to get what you need creatively out of somebody because you don't understand how to cast that vision or how to give feedback, I break that. There's a whole chapter in the book of, of how to do that based on my experience uh, throughout my career. And y'all, my first management job, I was 19 years old. I'm, tw I'm 41. I almost said I'm 21. <laughs> uh, no, and today's facial was an anti-aging facial. <laughs> so 19 years old was my first kind of like sales. I did a little bit of marketing there. Um, I would say you know what? Actually, my first management job, I was 17 years old. I was second assistant manager at the Fashion Bug. My first management job where I actually had to do marketing, I was 19 years old and I'm 41. So that tells you a little bit about how much uh, I have under my belt there. And then, of course, we have to exude that brand experience. We have to make sure that brand experience happens by having a customer service plan. And so that is also in the book. That is also in um the workbook that accompanies the book that is free. Did I mention it's free? Can I even just tell you, like if you go to the bombshellbusinesswoman.com and all you do is download the free workbook, you don't even have to buy my book. You can just download the workbook for free. Okay. It like asks for a receipt number or something, but that was just really to not make it go crazy immediately. It's free. I'm telling you, just go get it. I don't care. I want you to, I want you to do well. Okay, so now we've talked about that internal side. We've talked about the external side. Let's talk about the finances. Okay, so first of all, I developed a basic business plan when I was the chair of the uh, Athena, so Athena PowerLink. It was a, it was basically a program done by Athena International, and I had I was the chair in in the Greater Nashville area. And we invited women to apply. And basically, they got a board of directors that was custom created in order to help them for an entire, almost a year, I think it was like nine months, to help them make better business decisions. So just like a board of directors for an entrepreneur. Can you even imagine? I thought, this is the greatest thing ever. We're going to kill it. And no one would apply. And so I started asking around. I'm like, why aren't you applying? Well, I'm really, I don't really know, you know, I don't have a business plan and I don't have all my financials laid out the way that, that y'all need. And so I was like, Oh, hold up. No, 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 no. A business plan does not have to be a 32 page document that you put together with a CPA and a lawyer. Okay. You don't have to do that. So I created a basic business plan and we had the best applicants ever. We actually had two participants because we couldn't, we couldn't pick the advisory board couldn't pick. <laughs> and we put two different, um, well, yeah, two different advisory boards together for them. And then there was like a board for Athena that made all the decisions and everything. So it ended up being great. But again, I just saw women being intimidated about things that we do not have to be intimidated about. So in the book, there's a basic business plan, really short and sweet. Where are you going? How are you going to get there? And then um, also in there, we talk about glamour goals. 
we have Glamour Goals as a product that you can buy now. Um, in fact, at this point, you can still get the masterclass that I did. Um, we did a two-hour masterclass where I took them through the Glamour Goals process. And then also, we put together vision boards. So I taught them how to do that. So all the attendees. And that is something that we're going to be talking about in the Velvet Machete Leadership Society. We will have um, like get it done hours, like some some time that we're setting aside to just be on Zoom and have that accountability to work towards our glamour goals. So a, a goal without a plan is just a wish. And so we need to make sure that you have the basic business plan, like where's my business going long term? And then where are you going in terms of this year? What are your operational goals? And what does that look like? What many steps do you have to take in order to get there? And so we, we break that process down. And then of course, from a financial perspective, y'all technology, if the United States, at least, I can't speak for many other countries, maybe the UK, because I've got a lot of people there, but we got our butts handed to us, man. <laughs> Not me, because I'm a nerd. Um, I was already set up. I was like, oh, okay, nothing changes for me uh, from a technology standpoint, but it did for a lot of people. And so the, the chapter's called um, using, or it's called, oh, I can't, I don't even know the name of the chapter in my own book. Uh, how to do, how to do business. Wait, oh, I gotta, I gotta look it up. Hold on. Stick with me. Maybe, maybe Gene will edit this part out, but Gene, don't worry about it. Don't edit it out. It's fine. They need to, they need to hear that, <laughs> that I'm not perfect. Using technology, teaching Wilma Flintstone in a Jane Jetson world. So if you're Wilma, raise your hand. And if you were a little flabbergasted over the past year through, through COVID, um, having to learn technology at rapid pace, then you know that having the right technology can be cost savings and having the wrong technology can be very difficult and cost you a lot of money. So having the right software stack, and when I say software stack, I mean the right series of various online or desktop softwares in order to be as efficient and functional as you can possibly be so that you and your team have the tools and resources you need in order to deliver the customer service that your customers expect. And then, you know, dealing with roadblocks from a financial perspective, time strategy, what costs us money? I mean, time is money. And so if you're not being efficient, if your team's not being efficient, if you're not being on game with your time strategy, then you're going to lose money. So that's it. Period. End of story. So let's look at these again. We we have the the foundational concepts. You're made in God's image, so quit picking on yourself. Um, you're playing small does not serve the world, as Marion Williamson would say. You need to follow your breadcrumbs to do a little throwback to see who you were and and who you've evolved to be. And then you really just need to simplify business. It's it's not some scary thing. It's just a matter of looking at making money in a different way. And if you're within an organization, I want you to think like an entrepreneur. I want you to think like the owners or the senior leadership, because everything that you do impacts their results, impacts the results of the business. And so once we have those foundational concepts down, that we have our three key areas of focus, the internal employee experience, the external customer experience, and then the financial experience. And so all of that it's not broken down that way in the book, but it's all covered in, in uh, some way, shape, or form. And again, you have all of the downloadable resources that are F-R-E-E -E free. So 
We will link to all of that in the show notes. So wherever you're listening, um, if you're on Apple Podcasts and and you're looking at, it's a very abbreviated version. So you'll need to go to amberhurdle.com forward slash podcast with an S. Go to the Bombshell Business Podcast and then find um, this episode number 88, How to Become a Powerful Businesswoman. Um, and, you know, and if you do need some help, if, if, you, if you have more than $14.99 in your pocket and you want some one-to-one help because you are ready to invest in yourself, you want somebody to walk alongside you, maybe you don't have a good network. Maybe you don't have people that you can lean on because you're always the f- smartest freaking person in the room. Isn't that frustrating? <laughs> and you want somebody to walk alongside you as you are tackling this year, then please book a session with me. Um, we will send you a little questionnaire to make sure that there's kind of a little preliminary hoop to jump through. Um, otherwise, we, we have a lot of different people who might not be qualified, if you will. And I'll be the first person to tell you, we, we have maybe one or two VIP coaching spots open. So I have to be, I have to be careful. I only take a small handful of professionals at a time and it has to be a right fit. So um, that's why we do these quick consultations first. If it, it's, it's really not for me to sell you um, like you might've experienced for, like I'm not a hard salesperson. My consultations are to truly understand what you want out of your career and your life. I'm going to evaluate if I think you're truly ready to go after it at the velocity that I'm going to expect of you. And if I'm the right person to walk alongside you. So if you're serious about doing the work, Uh, to get to where you want to go, then you can book that. Again, it'll be in the show notes. I'll read the, it's kind of a long, I need to do something on my website to shorten this, but it's bookme.name forward slash Amber Hurdle Consulting forward slash L-I-T-E forward slash 30 dash minutes dash with dash Amber dash Hurdle. So if you're sitting somewhere and you don't have access to the show notes, you can just rewind this and listen to it one more time. Maybe we'll make something a little bit easier. But like I said, I don't really book that many coaching clients. So um, I guess that's why I don't have a, a designated place on my website. It's just a booking link. So anyways, I hope, I hope that this has been helpful to you to kind of get your mind around what being a bombshell businesswoman is all about. It's really about simplifying. It's about being confident It's about being brave and it's about shining brightly so that other people, whether it's your family or your employees or your customers or your community, so they can see that light in you and also be inspired to step into their greatness and be their best selves. So hopefully by the next episode, we'll be rebranded. We are feverishly working behind the scenes. We've been blessed with some inbound things that we were not expecting that have quick turns. You know, I'm, I'm not just a podcaster. I actually do function in corporate America and in small business America. And so I am a working consultant and coach and, and I love every minute of it. So um, we, I'm trying so hard to focus on the podcast and get it all done. I'm pulling some light hours. So hopefully by the next time, it'll be Velvet Machete Leadership Podcast. And go ahead and subscribe. Subscribe, rate, and review. That is crazy, super helpful for us to get more eyeballs on it. And I cannot thank you enough. I have to say it again. Thank you for your loyalty. Thank you for voting yes. Thank you for all the downloads this month. I I mean, I was just shocked. I was shocked the first time how many downloads were were within just the first couple of hours. And then it looks like y'all have gone gone back and binged, man, because there's no way that um, 
that y'all are listening to the, the last two episodes. It looks like y'all are going back into the Wayback Machine and, and listening to past ones. So I'm delighted about that. There'll always be there in this feed and, um, and we'll just have some new and exciting stuff coming up. So may you have a beautiful day, a fabulous week, and I will catch you on the next episode. Thanks for listening to the Bombshell Business Podcast. Visit AmberHurdle.com for more resources and be sure to tune in again. Cheers to you, Bombshell.